kind of like way that people are navigating through life. Like people aren't yeah. like, just like the highest, obviously like New York is different, but there isn't this just like high strung consistent yeah. stress. And like I went bowling last night. Like, wow. It's like, it's just so Though I did sit, talk to somebody who's from the city mm-hmm. who was visiting me last weekend and who was saying that the one thing, though, is New Yorkers and Australians both talk loud. He was like, it's really like you could tell because they're all talking loud together. <laughs> it's like one thing I one thing I haven't missed because I went out to dinner with my, my dad and stepmom and we paid my dues and did the thing. Um... And we were at this restaurant and next to us there was this table of like eight 40-year-old Australian men. Mm-hmm. It's obviously my worst nightmare. Um, but like they were so loud that my sister, like the the staff asked us if we wanted to move because they were all like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And like one was obviously a police officer, so like extra icky. And he was like, no, I can't tell you about the investigation. They're all kind of like growing out really like, hadn't been around like didn't have their wives around were very excited oh, and my sister had to get up and be like can you guys actually keep it down you're incredibly disruptive like we can't hear each other at our table and they were all like oh we're sorry we're sorry one turn around to me because we were you know, like this far apart basically yeah. and he was like oh i'm so sorry we're just having a great time and i was like we'd also love to have a great time but we can't <laughs> hear each other like just did you say yourself. that that's awesome <laughs> Good I was really, you. I was really pissed because I have, I'm really sound sensitive, and I was just like, I was so angry because like my fucking deaf, half deaf father was like having mm. to repeat himself six times, and it was just like a lot of fun vibe. But anyway, I haven't missed Australian men. I we just went to eat at a restaurant, and I mm. didn't realize how sound sensitive I am, and it's all hard services, so it's like a part of town that was like built in the 18. 18- started in like the 1830s and so um it has a lot of brick as a result it's like brick and concrete you know and so the restaurant doesn't like it took everything to the studs basically to be hip and cool so all it has is hard surfaces and and it was a play it's a part of uh it's a suburb that's like super super white yeah Um, uh... like way whiter than i'm used to so there was all of these it was all it was all all these like broy guys uh wearing white jeans. No. Were they like and talking, jeans? Yeah. Talking oh. so loud that like I I said because we were sitting, my sister-in-laws are here today, and um nice. I said, we're just gonna accept that I we cannot hear each other. Um That's but um but um it was so loud. I said to you, I was like, Whoa. I can't hear. And then at one point, and I'm not I'm not actually not. But they were like yelling and all the surfaces. It's the reverberation. Like, yeah, it yeah. was. I was like, I cannot do this. And I like finished, we paid. And I was like, I'm just going to stand outside, friends. That's like, like, it's crazy. That's one of the things that stresses me out about living in an apartment in the city, mm-hmm. right? Is that like, because I'm on a kind of a main road, as we know. Mm-hmm. And like sound just ricochets all the yeah. way up and gets louder and louder and louder. And I actually... I got like new noise cancelling headphones just before mm-hmm. I left for the flight. So mm-hmm. I just like was gonna die otherwise. Um, yeah. And it I is noticed. like it feels like it feels like you're gonna die. It's like your brain is like not really. Ding, 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 ding. But like it's I noticed crazy. that like my day to day like frustration and anger levels since I was wearing headphones all the time has just like dramatically decreased. Like 
I don't I don't have like a short temper like I normally do because I'm so mm. fucking overstimulated from the sound of like trucks mm. and their flatbeds not being secured and like down my street at two in the mm. morning there's like ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk. it's fucked. Um, it's a I've been thinking a lot about cities mm. um or like life because uh-huh. so a couple of weeks ago now my friends from college stayed with us and um they were or it's been like oh, it's it's been now a couple of weeks but um we all a lot of us live together and we see each other like once a year or something yeah. and we were talking about how in some ways like there's such good because we're all from different parts of the city country and we okay. all grew up slightly differently and we've all come together and now like we're like lifelong friends and that part is good but the opposite is that we never see each other only once a year we have to make an effort the and mom. i was thinking we were talking about how like like the loneliness crisis in you know in america but i was thinking about it and i was talking about how like there's a place in turkey called i don't know how you actually say it um mm-hmm. but uh katal hayuk maybe what? and it's a city that was built on top of a city on top like so these people were living there for generations you know and um we were saying i was like we were talking about how but it probably still wasn't as loud as it oh, is today yeah. right because well, like not... there wasn't all we have so much more noise so much right, more Pixie. solution but if you if you move everything it's gonna be a problem my girl, Pixie. I know you can't miss an episode of the podcast, Pixie. No. I know. You're a loyal, loyal listener. She's a fan. Um, she's, she's a, a fan. fan. She's a fan. She's a fan. <laughs> if she had opposable thumbs, she would uh, sign up for our Patreon. She would. Yeah, she would. She would like it. to support the podcast today. You can also join Patreon along with Pixie. That's right. That's right. You and Pixie. You uh, and Pixie. We actually we got a new you patron in the last week. We got another uh, dollar a month supporter. Um, it's just super exciting. I just love that people are willing to wear their hat in the ring for, um, you know, show us the love. Um, you I know. know, I do, I do. Somebody said, I, um, somebody messaged me on my, that they said that they really loved our podcast. Somebody was like on one of my comments. I was like, oh, that's great. That's so exciting. Um, I, I saw one of my uh one of my friends last night who's been like one of my major sources of inspiration basically for my whole career um mm-hmm. his name's joel he's the one who wrote my people's song that i've recommended on here before mm-hmm. um and we were just kind of talking about his experience this is like kind of a throwback to, to you know the chats we had with gene yeah he got uh first people's heritage as well as like rum mm. and gypsy like he's got a whole a whole bunch of stuff like in his lineage wow. kind of explores like what you know contemporary indigenous identities look like in australia mm. and because he doesn't make mm. like you know the dot painting art he's had a lot of attention from very high up people in the australian industry but like no one mm. gives him opportunities because he's not willing to play into like yeah former porn essentially yeah, yeah. um because i was just having to touch me i was like wow i can't believe like I'm actually hearing from someone in my industry, like in what I've been feeling the entire time. Mm. I was like, you're actually like, you're actually incredibly valid. It's just that you have integrity and you're not willing mm. to like, you know, yeah, change your art for how, you know, white people want to consume it. And that's okay. Like you don't have to, it's just, you know, you're probably not going to end up tenured in a university, you know? Um, so just got to figure out a way to make it like, bring dividends another way i guess um 
So mm-hmm. like, <laughs> she agrees. She totally agrees. You, it's very hard in this art world, and that's what Pixie is saying. I couldn't tell if you were shushing a child or Pixie. <laughs> so That's today's so topic is yeah. a, I mean to segue from uh these artist standards today we had a sort of a toss up but it's renaissance versus baroque. Oh, we're doing renaissance versus That's baroque. One. This is fun. That's what one. It's either that or it's the how to make it in the art world today. Those are the two that Ooh. what's the metric of success for artists now? So those That's are the two they, they had a dead heat. I just didn't see that. Um Gosh, do you have a preference if we? Oh wait, it's it's worse. It gets worse. Camp versus kitsch. Should oh, we do really? that one? They oh. all were. It's just what happens, guys. We need more Patreon Patreon supporters because that way we can actually have our polls swing in a certain direction. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to win, so, yeah. <laughs> make a friend and make them t- join our Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have three that we could okay. do. Which one do you want to do? Can, do we have like a roulette wheel? Can we just like spin it and can we have a dice? See what I happens. Don't I don't pick have anything. Pick a number. Oh, wait. Here, I'm just going to make this man pick. Uh, <laughs> pick just randomly. Should we do Renaissance versus Baroque, Camp versus Kitsch, or what makes, uh, what is the metrics of success for a contemporary artist? What do you want to have an input on, Joe? He said Camp versus Kitsch. Okay. Cool. Whatever he wants to have input in, I'm happy with. Do you actually care or do you just no. wanted to pick one? I don't care. Perfect. He just picked randomly. Perfect. A perfect listener. Perfect. 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 That's very camp. No, it's not. It's kind of catch though. Um, all right. All right. right. So. Do you have I, it memorized? You go first. Yeah. So uh, I guess welcome to the Art Last podcast, the international edition. <laughs> so I'm Sophie. And I'm Seema. Here's where we make art accessible. Yes. Now, so... Sophie, how can they support us? How can you support us? My God, I guess there's a multitude of ways, gang. But first, I would say go to the Patreon, which is Artlast Podcast. And if you if you have the capacity, we would absolutely adore your support. We both work full time. I'm applying for another part time job at the moment. Like we don't we do this because we're incredibly passionate about the industry mm-hmm. because there isn't a dynamic that exists like ours that is honest about the art world and that's true it's not something that we can keep bringing to you without your support especially because you know there's a lot of information that we want to get out there and there's a lot of people we want to reach but if that's not something that's accessible to you send it to a friend write a review on apple Podcasts. that's right just mention it to somebody yeah send someone someone a little piece of content whatever is right for you is we are not also right for us that's right. That's right. All of those things help. Yeah. So, so so, our consistent supporters yeah. that we've had for a while, we really, you guys are keeping us, uh, keeping us motivated as well. So we appreciate you. So for today's episode, which is camp or kitsch, Girls. I thought we could do for art, yay or nay. Um. Do you know about this drama between, um, I don't know who these people actually are, but one of them is Tay Beep Boop. And then the other is Karina, I think the other person's name is. I'm going to send you this woman's thing right now. So my question for you is the Pinterest crafts, DIY crafts like 
Blood. A moss-surrounded mirror. Is that art? Yay or nay? Hmm. Oh my god, it's saying that video is unavailable for some reason. It like loaded and now it's not. Yeah. TikTok's okay. weird. Sometimes they see. Can you see it back there? Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I think that it's interesting because I've you know, that's the kind of thing that probably would have been pretty trendy in the contemporary art world ten, fifteen years ago. You're right. You're right. Really actually. Popular. Yeah, like, I right. would have probably seen that kind of stuff when I was going to art galleries, like when I was younger. Yeah, or, um, you're or, like, right. Finishing up high school because it was all like, you know, like the idea of like a whimsy. I think was a much yeah. bigger idea um, yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, but I guess I think it's I think it's art in the way that like there's a small a art world, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like. Also, do you like my like morning voice? My like morning, I do. Like, quiet because my I friend's do. like sleeping in the next room, so kind of like <laughs> sexy good morning times in Australia. Um, <laughs> but I think it's uh, I'm concerned that we keep coming to the same conclusion with these things, which is like yeah, but also nah. <laughs> I, know. I wish we had more art. Like we were more. The th it's like our brain is so fried by being in the art world. <laughs> That we can't like see it as art. For me, actually, somebody asked me a really good question. Some nameless um, mutual mm -hmm. uh, asked me, but where is the line? And I ah. think that like authorship is to, about authorship and art world, like art and creativity. Right. And to me, and so this, this sort of drama that I was talking about is apparently too. All right, Pixie. Pixie hates them. Ah. She um, said, "I'm not interested in Pinterest." She does not like it. So, both of these people, I actually only knew one of them, um, who made. Uh, I only knew them because they made like all these cereal bowls that were kind of um, fake. That they were like fake cereal. She could hang like a faux cereal yeah. bowl, full ramen bowl for blah blah blah. Yeah. And I liked it because she had done some noodle bowl, and she had put the chopsticks like in like you would never put because it's like a sign of death okay. and somebody corrected her and she was very good about it and she like took it down she fixed yeah. it she apologized she was very good so she's the actually the only of these two the only one that i knew um of the two it turns out the woman who got real upset tay beep boop um was a larger follower a creator at the beginning okay. and she felt that the or the person who makes the cereal bowls was copying her. And to me, the issue is that all of them are copying a million other people on Pinterest. Is this the girl who was like trying to, I think I saw like a response video from someone about this where she's like trying to claim or copyright like yeah. something. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. It's yeah, just like, you yeah, don't yeah. have a, you actually can't like put like a trademark or a license on like creativity. Um, exactly like exactly what, what are you doing and so for me it's like quilting can you imagine right. like the first person who came up with like the log cabin pattern <laughs> but also like there's a line right because like there's yeah. someone in new york who's been copying my work since i started in 2015 and has now started tracking down people in my portfolio and photographing wow, them really? like with the same fucking process yes oh <gasps> Really like dog cunt move. It's gonna lie. Um, 
I so like initially because this person came to me for like advice when I first started and was like, how can I get you know, how can I do XYZ? I gave them advice. I gave them fucking advice when I probably shouldn't have. And then in like twenty sixteen, I still have the screenshots like in my iCloud and in my Mm. in my photo album where I was like, these are the setups that I can pretty clearly see you're copying from my work. Like don't do it (laughs) like develop your own style like Mm -hmm. work hard and Mm figure your own shit out because like Mm -hmm. i will slap you with like paperwork if you don't stop so -hmm. then this person has often moved into 16 millimeter film for like a few years Mm -hmm. and has now come back into the collodion space and has now clearly got it a better lighting kit and has started using Mm -hmm. my inky black background that is like signature to my work in the industry Mm. Um, and combining it with like clowns and genderqueer people like cross-dressing and like all all of my portfolio this and like but and like so I did photos with this person who's kind of like becoming a curator in New York um and because the school you know they didn't like they fucked up my ability to practice on campus and I was only able to do dry glass negatives. And this mm-hmm. person found that model that I did dry mm-hmm. glass negatives with, like the mm-hmm. only model that I haven't done collodion with and made tintypes with them. And mm-hmm. instead of doing like the genderqueer version that I did with them, which was more masculine, they did a feminine version. Like they are ripping off my entire fucking portfolio. Um, so so that's IP theft. Yeah. But, but like where's the line? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's my question to you. So where's the line? What's your recourse? What does it do to your work? In some ways, it gives me credibility because my artwork is very good and it's Mm -hmm. dated before that stuff Mm -hmm. was made. And like the advice Mm -hmm. I've been given by, you know, art dealers and shit was just like, Mm -hmm. date your work, repost it, like make sure that it's like listed as reposted and just like keep, keep doing you. Um, mm-hmm. That that is something I've heard of from other artists who've had the same situation. Yeah. That I do think that. So I mean, I think that this creator. One thing that's hard for me about the art, or little a art, or creativity is that a lot of those things that are Pinterest, and I love crafting. That's I love best. Pinterest crafts. Best. I enjoy it quite a lot, but it is meant to be. Um, basically iterative where you're iterating across the whole sphere of Pinterest. Like there is, I I have made a bazillion crafts with students over the years, with my kids, with myself, you know, like uh, there's not a coaster on Pinterest I haven't made. And, um, but I also don't, it is not the place where authorship matters. No. So where not. what really Especially matters most of that stuff isn't cited properly. Like exactly. It's there's no date. Happens. There's somebody yeah. stolen. Pinterest is like a nightmare of authorship yeah. anyway. But yeah. um, but it's also meant to not be. It's like folk art. Like it's like it's not meant to have that. And so what she was doing is putting her um flag in the sand. I don't know, whatever that yeah, phrase yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um she was trying to assert authorship in a place where authorship is not meant to be asserted but the reason she was doing that is because um i think there's a couple things one i think that to me a thing that's very hard about crafts is that you have to be very skilled Uh 
And I will say that of looking at both of those, I would say she's the less skilled of the two. I was, I was wondering if it was just like fueled yeah. from insecurity. Exactly. Like, oh, and like, you like, know, I did this thing. It got me attention online. I'm right. afraid to like let go of what that means for me. That's right. That's, that's right. A, that's, that's a metric right. of success now. Exactly. That's exactly. one for and an I upcoming episode. Think, oh, it is a good one for an upcoming episode. Um, so I do think like she is not as good. And with crafts, yeah. if you're not perfect at it, it looks crappy. I think there's a craft is particularly hard because you can go very quickly from homemade to like crap. You know, like it's, you know, like it has to be beautifully done. Yeah. Handmade just... versus, I always say at my house, I'm like, I want this to look a handmade, not homemade. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that that's one part of what it is. But I think the other part is that because there's money involved, Right, she, they both are like they both have like a million followers, literally. Two million, I think. And that's so if like, you're getting views on two million followers, that's like straight up cash. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's so they're making so much, it's like her money is gonna go away. Yeah. You know? But for you But it's like it's like trying to slap a fucking ownership over like people making their own disco balls. It's like the yes. whole thing. It's this fucking app. It's... Yes, the zap is all about the disco ball. I know. Um, but yours is different. And I think this is also where she's really like miss. It was really a misstep to even try yeah. to create authorship. Yours is also different because yours is meant to be individual creativity. Yeah. I do think that the craft is about beauty and making things, but you are not expressing an, like a feeling, a thought, an idea. No. You are making something that looks away. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there is a difference. But like, if there's someone who's coming in and like, you know, as when you're an artist who's coming in and mm -hmm. like, like appropriating your themes and visuals and process, mm -hmm. and is like doing it from all angles, that's mm -hmm. that's different. And like, for, like I've just really kind of had to. There's nothing I can do about it, you know. Like, I just have mm -hmm. to use it as an impetus to make my work better, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. which I do. Like, I like. This person can't photograph darker skin. I know that. Um, they've never tried. They've never even tried, and I don't mm. think that they'll be very successful because um, it takes a lot of lighting knowledge to know how to balance a space with that yeah. process. Like a lot of lighting knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, but also, is it the chemistry too? Yeah, mm. I forget that I'm like pretty technically proficient because I don't really mm -hmm. give a fuck about the technicality. Like I've just <laughs> learned through failure. Um, mm -hmm. But like, yeah, it's it's also to do with the chemistry and like, you know, how fresh it is, how responsive it is. Like your timing has to be right in terms of developing and, mm. you know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole delicate balance of like 12 different variables at any given time. Mm. Um, but again, like, I really don't want to go on a death of the author kind of like gag to the side. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that's like a thing in photo theory, you know. Hang on, mm -hmm. let me get a proper little definition. Not to bring it back to bards. Go right ahead. <laughs> but so I'm just straight from Google. The death of the author is a concept from mid 20th century literary criticism. It holds that an author's intentions and biographical facts, the author's politics, religion, etc., should hold no, should hold no special weight in determining an in an interpretation of their writing. Um. So. 
I don't know. It's kind of interesting in terms of the idea of authorship and online spaces where like, you know, all, all of those things don't matter when we're mm-hmm. consuming what people are making. And it's only when people make a misstep mm-hmm. and it becomes like, you know, their intentions become clear that I think it like more authorship becomes kind of a, a bigger deal in mm-hmm. craft spaces. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. like, you know, death of the author is in like literary criticism and art spaces is essentially a call for removing the art from the artist's. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> to go against yes, last week's episode. I know, yeah, to take you back. <laughs> um, I just like I think it's, I think it's a really bizarre thing to try and uh, trademark trends. Also, like that's really strange. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you know, I think you're right. I think it's about like the bottom line. I think it's about what feels like success for people these days, and how mm-hmm. you know, having your name out there and people thinking you did the thing is the most important part. Um, like the yeah. most important part, I guess. So, yeah. I love how I went on TikTok for like eight seconds this week, and I still managed to come into contact with that drama. Even briefly. It's like crazy. Well, I guess that they pulled her wallpaper line. And she's now apologizing. But I think it's like... I mean, I think that the other thing, and this is part of... So today's this week's episode is Kitsch versus Camp. Um, And in some ways, I think what's so interesting is... So in its, you know, like in its... um, simplest terms kitsch is a thing and camp is an action right so like so like what's interesting though is so much of what we've experienced now is in action is action you know inactive and i think like part of the reason that this these even this kind of drama happens is because our life has become so camp like we've we have created so much drama in action and like i think part of um you know this whole drama with these two diy people which i tell you like i don't even i didn't even know about the tiktok diy community it is so different like it's so separate you're so siloed those girlies are in like a whole different space like my sister and i get a lot of that interior content because she's been moving house and i've been sending Uh her you know like ways to just like bring cute things into her space without having to spend huge amounts of money yeah. yada 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 yeah. um so we've been getting like a fair like i get a fair bit of that content uh-huh. and i get like a lot of like american moms like re- like renovating their house their, ho- their homes with like uh-huh. ikea shelves and four by like oh, two yeah, by fours yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah though somebody did and i wish i had the creator's um handle so i could cite her but somebody did a great review of this drama that that we just talked about and talked about the reason she feels like this is because the woman who started all the drama taby boop i wish i knew her real name it must be taylor or something right and um that she it's also about class i think you got right that taby boop wallpaper came up when i went on google you're right yeah yeah so she um so she um she perceives herself as higher class and a lot of the women who are redoing their homes have you know like have more money to spend on their product 
And so there, you know, like there's only so much DIY you're doing when you've gotten the best of products mm -hmm. versus that wallpaper you know, is ugly. Sorry. It is really ugly. It really is. <laughs> I could do much better. I love, <laughs> I can tell I bet you. you could um, procreate um, in half an hour. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. I know it, beside the point, but I think that, um, a lot of DIY culture is actually split down the middle in terms of class. Oh, yeah, and the reason uh -huh. I bring it up is to segue to kitchen camp is I think that the other thing that's very hard for me on TikTok is how many things people call camp that oh are God, first it of all kitsch. Fucking crazy. That's so camp. It's not camp. It's kitsch, first of all. Because kitsch is a thing. Whoa. Camp is an action. Camp is but actually on Google as a style, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, it is a style, but it's a style of like f fashion that you wear and experience and mm -hmm. live. Mm -hmm. And I think that like as a like, statement the dogs, as well. The dogs playing poker, kitsch. Mm -hmm. If you decided to go into in drag as the dogs playing poker, camp. <laughs> Perfect. I was best. <laughs> that will be our clip. <laughs> So you, um, viewers who and have seen my viewers, listeners who have seen my work, may be unsurprised to hear that my work was curated into an exhibition called Camp. Just camp. Yeah, right. Um, I could see that. I could see that. Totally. But you're bringing up the other thing and the reason, you know, to go back to that woman, those yeah. two women. Camp and kitsch have been seen as pejorative because they're also class based yeah. gender based and also queer based so yeah. camp is often associated with queer people uh -huh. kitsch is often associated with either lower middle class people um and often lower middle class ethnic people i was about to say like more right the word itself both got vibes yeah. right yeah. yeah like kitsch like one of the things that i was talking about we were saying that chicago's gotten real gentrified uh, i was talking to friends in chicago and i was saying well, you know cleveland's in its own way, becoming more gentrified, not like Chicago. But when we were in college, we'd see like in some of the ethnic neighborhoods, old ladies who had the fake flowers in their front, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that is something actually that you could say by looking at the flowers, you could call it kitsch. Uh -huh. Right. Or like um, I think of a lot of like there's a lot of things that are kitsch that are really we see that we're it's a negative word. And now it's positive because uh -huh. people love kitsch. It's hip right now. You know, um, did they both see like a really big kind of shift and like movement change in the 70s? No, no, later. Okay. Later. Like one of the things, I mean, yes, like you think about um, Judy Chicago yes. and the dinner party is uh -huh. definitely taking from kitsch elements right like yeah. like she's decided to trick out something till it's till the nines but uh -huh. i would say that even in that era kitsch was negative uh. you know i think that like kitsch became more and more popular like todd oldham uh. is somebody who really played with kitsch and camp in so his aesthetics in the 80s the fashion designer uh -huh. um you know like that they that that he would he started playing with it and i think like camp in general is one of those things that what i find really challenging when people say on tiktok hey that's so camp is that it's coming from a place that they want they want to nominate it right uh, but then when they do i think you sort of devalue what is camp uh -huh. right because not everything is camp well i i don't know how many people know it's like a it's supposed to be like a subversive act 
Exactly. Um, exactly. And that's why Say I think more. people associate queerness with campness so much. Yes. Right? Um, it's like it's uh it's like de- it's like the idea of like deliberately like putting on like a kind of gaudy kind of like showy uh aesthetic that goes against like you know like kind of the demure kind of i guess mm-hmm. conservative uh kind of way that the world has gone exactly right and or, it's, and it's singular of- beauty yeah. Like I think of a lot, like there's a number of creators that I would never say their names right now because I wouldn't name someone as camp. I would, I think you should self-nominate yourself as camp. I agree. You it's know, like, I think it's like any other kind is... of subculture, like goths, yes. you're, you're a self-identified goth. Yes. And that's a subversive yes. act. You present yourself a particular yes. way because it has meaning to you and it helps you yes. find the community that you want. And also yes. kind of like, it's a way that you can... Most people I know who like wear the big white face paint and look scary and do the things, they're like, Well, I wear it because people who are nice to me and come up to me and are still going to treat me like a person are good people. Uh-huh. And people uh, who don't are not worth my time. And it's like actually a way to vet people immediately. Yeah. Um, oh, hello, Nadi. Sorry, my friend. Oh, that's had... a loud, cute cat. You want to see Nadi? Yeah. What a cute name. She's so sweet. She's uh, like a beach ball. Hang on. Oh, I love it. Oh, she is! How cute is she? She's a big girl. She grew up in a house where she was neglected. And whenever she wanted attention, she would just be given food. Oh, Yeah. Poor thing. But look at how cuddly she is. Coco doesn't cuddle. She's well-loved. She's definitely not neglected. She just like loves everyone. She wants to come me. I don't remember. Oh, Coco's scared of my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law is scared of Coco. <laughs> Together, they're a pair. <laughs> it's really funny. Does she just not like cats? She had been attacked by a cat when she was little. Ah, uh, that And she's it. never known a cat. And my mother-in-law really hated cats. <laughs> and then Coco is a COVID kitty, so she's never really... She's okay with other people. She likes people. Mm. I feel like she, she gets to know them kitty. for a long time. Yeah. yeah, so she just doesn't know people. She likes her people a lot. She'll probably like me. I tend to be a bit of a cat magnet. Oh, I love it. She does like she, my friends who are over. She like she'll get to like them. It just takes uh, her a long time. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, like, we and also a lot of people don't know how to like offer a finger and then let them come to you. Right? They just I go know. like, "I'm gonna touch you," and they're like, "I know." It does make me think. So these kitties. I do think, like, if a cat, if oh. it was, like, camp, camp, a cat would be more likely camp. Norman Lindsay, oh. the Australian artist, yeah, he I did a lot of, him. so he did, like, magic yeah. pudding, right? Yeah. Kitch, Kitch or camp, Norman Lindsay's cats. But he didn't have, like, kitsch. Oh, kitsch. Art. I think so, too. Kitsch. Look at all these little cats. I love them. They look like they're all wearing, they could be wearing suspenders. So he was so really, cute. He was like really prolific in the thirties. You should do a, you should do a TikTok about him. I, mean, I should. I love ink drawing. Um, it's my yeah. favorite. I love 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 ink drawing. Well, so I think that to me, I think that the 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 issue one is that camp to me should be self nominated. Well, two camp is just not everything. So you could wear like a clown costume and not be camp. Actually, no. I, right, like I, you could walk I down the street as a clown. Outfit, I don't think I'm camp. No, I think, I'm I think a that there's. Clown. 
<laughs> yes, that's right. You're not doing it to be a clown, right? You're to be camp. You're not doing it to be a clown. Um, I think that the other thing for me about camp is camp is performative. You know, like so much of camp, like the style you're meant, you are trying to be on a stage. That's what. Because you're you're platforming an ideology, yes, like as something that is opposed to what the world is expecting of you, especially. And it's I think it's really interesting how like queerness has kind of become mm-hmm. synonymous with camp. I know when I think what people are actually identifying with is that queerness is political identity more mm-hmm. on in online spaces than it is a mm-hmm. sexuality. Or like mm-hmm. an idea of sexuality, mm-hmm. you know. Like mm-hmm. I talk to I talk to people in my life who are like in straight relationships, have been mm-hmm. their whole lives, have never been mm-hmm. with women, and like there's this. I talk to them kind of like, so do you like do you actually want to be with people who mm-hmm. you know are of the same gender mm-hmm. and expression as mm-hmm. you, or do you feel more like at odds with the world and like you mm. could be like not in interesting and not be yeah. in like hetero relationship right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the answer is always like oh i feel like i i don't fit in with like straightness uh, but i'm also not gonna leave the comfort of my heterosexuality and uh-huh. like maybe we'll just open up our relationship and have other and like that's when people become fucking unicorn hunters you know um, if it's like tell them what you mean I know what you mean but tell the world so it's like you know people who are in ethically non-monogamous relationships which is one of the most hated terms mm. I know um, and it's uh, you know straight people who are generally looking for a young woman mm-hmm. who they can essentially use abuse and then toss aside it just um, makes me feel like the reason I don't like that is because you are perfor- you claim to be open minded, but you're actually performing the patriarchy in like so yeah. uh, against in a yeah. very targeted way towards some poor young girl. Yeah, well, like, would you mm-hmm. bring a man into your relationship in the same way? You fucking wouldn't. You fucking yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. Like, it no. just wouldn't happen. Would a man be okay with that? Like, that's the other thing. You're like, really. Mm-hmm. I have been. Just, I've had people on apps trying to unicorn hunt me. I'm just kind of like, I'm not. I'm not doing it, gang. Like, I'm just not. It sounds no. It's so, no, it's just it just gives me the ick. Um, but I think okay. So like, we're talking. I think that that a lot of it is about the fact that camp actually the problem, the thing that I really find problematic with uh, camp or the, what I look at people calling something camp is they forget uh-huh. that camp is about political transgression on some level as well. Yeah. And so I think it's why similarly, people associate it with queerness. Right. So camp is, is about political transgression against a certain normative beauty. Uh-huh. Now, kitsch is not political, but it also transgresses against norm- normative beauty. Uh-huh. I think that that's where they get can people get confused about the two yes. because they're both actually sort of ugly. <laughs> like, I think that... That, yeah. you know, like beauty is, I, I mean, I think about like we were, you know, m- my sister-in-law's dressed very conservatively. I don't mean like, I don't mean they're like 
you know, they're not they're not wearing like burkas or anything, but they're mm. definitely just more preppy than me. Maybe is a good way to yeah. say it. Yeah. Uh, but they don't like. But like we were just wandering through um, boutiques, and there was a, dr- a shirt thing, and I and I definitely like color, but like I would say the things I like are often ugly. You know, like not like no, I don't mean that. Like I think they're ugly. I think people would think they're ugly. Yeah. yeah. Right. I just am definitely on example? the. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it's like it. Also, kind of a clown top, which I'm obsessed it with. It is. It you is. Know, the ruffle and I didn't even so know great. what topic. I didn't even know. I when I looked at the Patreon, I was like, of course, this is the topic. The team would. But like, friend. I love it. I love it, tacky. Yeah. I love it. Like, I totally like. Body, like you want me tacky, to like kind of yeah, too outrageous it. to be beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Like, you know, pattern with pattern, mm-hmm. bananas. Mm-hmm. But that's to me what that's like the style I've created for myself that I wear and I will wear till my dying day. Dead. Because that's who I am. And to I the think that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, but I think that that's the other thing about camp that people don't know. You can't like slip into camp. People aren't like camp for a day. <laughs> right like it's it's like the kind of idea about drag like you're not drag just today you're drag always yeah right like yeah. And i think that 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 kind of culture of camp is something that is about saying i don't need to be beautiful like you want me to be beautiful yeah exactly exactly and i think that I don't know, it's just, it's interesting how these things kind of get swept up into, like, you know, online spaces and, like, take on a different, because it's, like, what happened to queerness as well. Mm-hmm. Like, those people in my life that I talked to, I'm just like, you realize that you're, like, never going to be, like, a target for anyone. Like, you're never right. going to be unsafe because yeah. you feel queer, where it's, like, people I love in my life and people I've yeah. been with and, like, you know the relationships I've been in. There is no, there is no guarantee of safety. No. But there is no, there's no guarantee that like you being, like gaudy or like offensive in the way that you live your life, is that that is actually like a point of contention and can potentially put you in danger. Um, but that's also where camp I think is incredibly powerful because when somebody is both gay and performing camp i think like or both queer i should say because it's not just men you know it's like all mm. genders um you're this i mean like something I look... that started with like queer men right yeah absolutely yeah absolutely a lot of people associated with queer men mm. though i think like i think it's also because um queer women often performed interestingly enough anti-camp aesthetics right like there's a lot of 80s queer women where i look at them and i'm like you know what you also look like um a phrase that i guess i don't know if you can say that phrase but like poor white trash like (laughs) do you know what i mean like it's it's the justin bieber effect like lesbians look like fucking justin bieber like with their adam sandler shorts and like caps i love yeah don't get me wrong this is not a derogatory statement (laughs) no 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 but there's like I think that's changed too. Like, there's some yeah. really like awesome queer South Asian designers, for example, yeah. that have changed yeah. how. Like, there's more right available, but I think part of it is the reason that it started with men is because the transgression for men 
So even if you it's a, are, it's a bigger fall from grace. It's a bigger. Me. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Well, like, right? You know, lesbianism and like women being with women is consumable. It's like sexy. Mm-hmm. It's all those kinds of things that satisfies patriarchy in a way. But like, it does. I don't understand why it does, but it does. Right? Like, I still I don't really understand really that. You know, we don't need that. you. Like, you get that, right? You don't have to. We don't need you. <laughs> we don't want you to watch. I mean, we don't it's want you. Actually, we don't like need the you. last, the last space where like you're being considered. Yeah. Um, why and like why? See, men just have a degradation kink. Uh, you're just yeah. like <laughs> recognition in your. Face. I have to tell you, like, I did a video. So the I don't know what's happening. The algorithm change again. It's all just Ooh. ads again on the ch- platform. Oh, Everything's great. like bonkers. Yeah, I like went from like, um, I, I had a week on TikTok, man. Really? Oh, what the hell? It was fine. Uh, it was better than it's been a couple of weeks, but I did. I I did a video about that guy Montaigne who I've never liked. I've seen One him, but like I've never followed him. I blocked him a million. I know years about ago. him, but I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, he's just like some dude who says dumb shit for like fifteen seconds. Like women really want blah blah blah. Is this the chopping guy? Yeah, the chopping. Oh, did guy. you see his? Did you hear his, his rap video? Heard that because they bored. Yes. Yeah. I'm and glad so he's I did a video. Bullied relentlessly. Well, I I low-key bullied him as well Goodness. but it is he films that's, that's them. our SEMO queen that we know and love <laughs> bullying men it's true I do love it so I saw the video somebody had made a video about him um some woman I can't remember who I or I saw it I don't know what I saw and it doesn't matter I was like dude because we was all like, had secondhand embarrassment Oh my god! And he, um, but he frames himself, and this is like a great counter. I mean, like this is where, like, there's another word that's yet to be coined for oh. this kind of masculinity. It's like the opposite of him. Uh-huh. He is not camp. He's the opposite of camp. He is honing in on masculinity and patriarchy, and he is framing himself exactly like a million portraits of male leaders uh-huh. like uh-huh. like uh-huh. um the sun king like napoleon like all these and dudes who made them so been playing into the aesthetics of the bear because he kind of oh i know i know he bear. does he and does he's look like, like the very deliberately bear. trying to oh absolutely like profit a million off of that whole like visual space a million times yeah. a million times but the bear is trying to be a sort of rugged masculinity Mm-hmm. Actually, and he's like ins- pretending he's the right. counter to that while really exactly. being insidious and the fucking problem. It, totally. So I yeah. did a video about him and how because he has a light, uh, right? He uh, he lights uh, his face so he can uh, pick uh, where he's putting that camera. Uh, and all these dudes were like, "It's not that deep. You just put it on the thing because you can cut it." And I was like, "You people are idiots." Baby's using he a has- ring light. Look at the highlights in his yeah. eyes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, you people are fools." And so then I did another video. Where I was like, so all you people who think it's not deep are just idiots. <laughs> Maybe you should go to the podcast to listen to Critical Thinking 101. Here's the link. <laughs> I should have said that. I should have linked that. That would have been hilarious. So then I did another video because it just kept going. Uh-huh. And I did one where I was pretending to chop, but I had clearly the knife wasn't touching anything. Do you see the guy who did the version where he like cut the headphones? no that's hilarious i didn't see that one so i did that one but men so men men came at me right and so then some dude some dude uh who has the one of the bible verses and i do know some because of like art history so like i know like for example where 
certain kinds of if it has a clear visual iconography i'll see the no. chapter and i'll uh -huh. verse and i'll know but i don't know the like totally chapter verse and it turns out it's the one where like i don't remember it's like a i read it i had to go look it up actually but it's like uh you died for me and now i am you in body oh, you know yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah, 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 yeah. he has oh, that yeah, one i went to high anglican school galatians. Now. yeah that's right galatians right and so yeah. i can't remember the number but i think it's galatians and so he has that one in there but he did oh. a snap he did a he did a uh, two takedowns of me. I'm the only person he took down. All the why. other white men on his channel, he just loves, right? And so, and then he said, um, what do you say? He said that he really has to um, uh, logical fallacies. He has to take down logical fallacies. Why do straight men love the phrase logical fallacy? God knows, because they think they're Is logical. Is there the word, like, phallus in there that's <laughs> that they really love? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So, logical like, phallus -y. Like, why? <laughs> why do you guys love it so much? So, that was really but great the joke. logical, then he sent an email, then he sent a message to me, like a repeated messages, because he said, no disrespect for her and don't go for her when I'm going to show you how her, she has all these logical fallacies. And, um, <laughs> and so I just was like, dude, I'm out. And so I recorded, I downloaded his video <laughs> and I did a reply. And his whole point is that. I said that this guy wants to be worshipped. The first guy, right? Montaigne, because oh that's what he's God. doing. That he... is that that is literally the framing of that image. It's just like art history 101. No, seriously. So, he's like, you're below because this me guy's, I that's have like, right. threatening material with me that's that, right. I'm, that that's I'm like right. in it's good totally... graces because I'm telling you like, how to be safe no around me. There's no logical fallacy. It's art history 101, film 101, dipshit. And so, it's like so the reading guy... imagery 101. <laughs> exactly. So the guy who's taking me down with his logical fallacies and his 200 followers, oh, um, his name was like, what was his name? Is some dumb named King Commando? No, some oh no idiot name too. And oh, and I called the guy Montaigne a fool, and he said I hate him because I called him a fool. I was like, fools just mean you're silly, buddy. Um, the fool is like a whole King Donkey the tarot That's that isn't an idiot. He's just carefree. Yeah. yeah. So uh, King Donkey. So King Donkey then um, showed really. That's his name. And so he did the whole takedown of me by smiling into the camera, look like this, real close. So he was trying to gain, you know, connection. Ew. And then he leaned back to show. And then he messaged me. He said, I did that as a joke. I was like, you proved my point. <laughs> and so then I, I put it up. I can't imagine thinking you're smarter then, than everyone. And then he begged me over and over to take it down in the first 10 minutes. And he said, this is not fair. I didn't think you were going to find me. And I didn't think you were going to respond. And he's doing it. And I was like, do you see that people are replying? Like, people can see you doing this, buddy. It's, it's not fair. And then he You're doing me. the thing that we do on the internet. Are you serious? Yes, apparently it's not fair to him. That's fair when so, he does it. But when you do that's it. Right. It's not, it's like, not fair to him. It's, it's not, not fair, fair to that you, you went your intelligence against me. It's not fair. I believe in logical fallacies. But when you get logical with me, it's unfair. Anyway, this is a little bit of an aside. But I think the point is that. An important one. These, it's an important one. Because both those men fell into this really clear cultural norm of how you communicate as a man okay. and they're actually the counter of camp 
Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. don't understand mm-hmm. what the mm-hmm. camp is, mm-hmm. you actually do because the counter Montaigne. is Montaigne. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He is yes. the counter of camp. Yes. That he was is, very seamless. That was actually great. Yeah. He is performing exactly the opposite of camp. Yeah. And the reason you cannot understand camp and people often say something is camp when it isn't is because camp is so transgressive. Uh-huh. And so it's the the it's much more like hard to put your finger on camp is in the eye of it the is so... creator and exactly like not the beholder right that's exactly yeah. it. well said well said thank you i think that this is a good time to switch to uh-huh. our media re- re- recommendation yes i'm going to say uh go look at norman Lindsay, the artist yeah. who settled in australia kitsch. very kitsch uh, he did a lot of like sirens, I guess, is a way to describe them. Um, but like really incredible, like quite gothic looking, uh, almost kind of religious toned uh, images of like you know, naked women with like bat wings and like really wild, uh, like vampy uh, like makeup as well. I've got another Norman mm-hmm. Lindsay. I'm a big Norman Lindsay fan. Especially um, because mm-hmm. he was like, he treated his wife quite well. With the bar is so mm, low. That's so rare. The bar is so fucking low. But this is another it example is. of an artist who, uh, like, his wife, like, managed his practice and, like, made mm. his job possible because she helped with making reproduction prints. He would etch them and she would print them. Mm. With, like, the naked ladies. He was, like, obsessed with cats, too. Like, naked ladies. Mm. It's very much my, <laughs> my wheelhouse. Mm. Um, but it's it's art that... I think online a lot of people would be like, "That's so camp," and it's like, "No, no, no, babe, that's that's kids." Kitsch. He, he wrote a children's book about a talking pudding. I really need you to reconsider. <laughs> now, if he kid. then dressed up as a talking pudding to highlight who he is, that's camp. That's camp. That's camp. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find my recommendation. I do love his work. Do you think? Take the time. It is S-H, it's a TikTok account, S-H-E-L-L-I-E. And uh, it's somebody who, I don't know what their name is. Maybe it's their name is, in fact, Shelly, Sheely. Um, she does, her whole account is going to um, Wisconsin supper clubs. And I don't know if you know Ooh. what supper clubs are. Uh-uh. So supper in Wisconsin, Wisconsin uh, drinks like the highest per capita alcohol in the United States. Um, because it's cold. Some... It's cold as hell. Really? Yeah, and um, uh, and but it's also like a lot of people who are Scandinavian. It was like cultural for a lot of German Scandinavians. Oh, okay. you know I mean? And yep. so they have these supper clubs. They used to have these supper clubs where you people would go. Like the kids would serve basically. Rest families would all eat dinner on Sunday and get a drink. Yeah. And it was like so that they always had a place, even during like prohibition, they could have a drink there basically. Uh-huh. But it was like. We have them sort of in some places. Like, I know that they have them in Buffalo and Cleveland. They're not su- called supper clubs, but they're uh, like the cultural club. So like the yeah. Italian-American club and the Slovenian-American club. Because we usually go during, we used to go during um, Easter season, during right. Lent, to have uh, fish fries there. And they have spaghetti dinners and stuff. Yum. But these are even more like very iconic to Wisconsin. I don't think okay. any other state has them. But in a lot of them, they're in these very kitsch interiors Uh that have a very different sense of beauty and it's like 
it is something that's so Great Lakes, but very specific. And the Great Lakes have such different aesthetics from like Detroit and Cleveland and Buffalo are probably aesthetically very similar, but then uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota are very different. But it is a kind of beauty that is absolutely in the eye of the beholder. And so when you think of kitsch, I think that's the both of these things. It is, I think kitsch is that the person who chooses it to be beautiful decides it is. And it's independent of you or culture thinking it's beautiful. Yeah, Camp, exactly. it's the person has chosen this as their expression. And beauty is not necessarily the point. Uh-huh. Um, but I just love looking at these supper clubs because they're just fascinating interior spaces like some of the drinks i'm like i could not drink like that or eat like that but the spaces are so cool and what Uh i love about this creator let's call her sheely um is that she does it with such respect she's from there and i think it's like Uh easier to respect something that you are part of but she does it in a way that like like sometimes you look at the fonts and the signs and the interiors and they're just so cool the cups are cool everything is cool like it's a yeah, it's a kind of thing that I think that's to me what you should take out of camp in kitsch. If they say it is, think think like what they think. Look like they're looking. See what yes. they see, because I think yeah. that's where people get confused. Totally, because totally. they're trying to put their frame on that, and that's what you exactly. should not do. Right? Once again, embrace other people's perception and multiple that's perspectives, right. and your life will actually improve. <laughs> Absolutely. So do not forget to follow us at artless underscore podcast. Wow. We love an email. Artlustpodcast at Gmail. Tell us email. topic suggestions. You could always follow Anything us on like. Apple Podcasts. You could follow me, Seema, at Artlust, A-R-T-L-U-S-T. And you can find me, Darkroom Varmint, Darkroom, B-A-R-M-I-N-T. And if you're interested in looking on my Instagram, I guess I should talk about it sometimes. It's Sophie Chalk Studio. <laughs> Because she makes real awesome art. I do. I do. It's apparently, it's him. (laughs) It's more. It's more. All right. So next week, let's do Renaissance and Baroque. So keep listening. Yeah, tune in, gang. Have a good night. Bye. Or good day. (laughs) Wherever you are in the world. (laughs)